Figure out if it's something you like. Figure out how it incorporates into what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. Take that away from you. And then if you come back, great. We'd love to have you. Public Radio, anywhere on the internet, WFPR.FM, and in the local Franklin Mass FM radio dial 102.9, here in studio again for another session with our outreach librarian, Mitzi Guzzi. Mitzi, how are you doing today? I'm tired, but it's good. <laughs> we got a lot coming in February, as always, but so let's get it going. Let's get going. The highlights of February, and while it's generally a short month, it's not this time because this is leap year. Oh, so many extra days, so many extra opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> and you've got, it's Kindness Month. There'll be the Kindness Hots on the, on the Common. Valentine's Day, I'm sure you might have one or two things kind of in that ballpark. We do. We definitely do. So, right. so as what's we, going on? As we start every time, library hours. The normal Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. We're still open for Sundays. It's not summer yet. 1.30 p.m. to 5 o'clock p.m. And FYI, the library will be closed on February 19th. Normal Monday holiday. Yep. So keep right. that in mind. That's coming up on February vacation week, too. Oh, the two coincide. Sometimes yes. that happens, sometimes it doesn't. But I do think they coincide. Times. I do think they coincide. Yeah. Let, uh, you know, now I'm thinking about it. I need to double check it. I'm sorry. It could very well be because the um, I know the council actually is meeting the 31st and then again the, tw the 28th. Okay. Because the 14th they determined not to meet. Oh keeping Valentine's Day for the lovers rather than having to go to a council meeting. <laughs> yes. Can confirm. So that 19th aligns with our February vacation week for the schools. So we will be closed that day for President's Day, but the schedule is packed for the Tuesday, rest of that Wednesday, week. Thursday, Friday, Friday. You're going to make up for it just yep. because you're closed one day. Uh, also, don't forget Saturday. Oh, well, of course. Because we're going to, we have Saturday there too. That is a thing in and of itself. We have a full calendar um, and a spread in our normal print calendar dedicated just to vacation week. Let's, let's get it listed. Let's dive in. So, <laughs> four kids. You, uh, we have a couple of things before vacation week. We have Tape Town, which is where you get to spend an afternoon at the library in an imaginative space where you can bring a small toy or borrow one of ours and cruise along the roads made of tape all through our large program room. We have a lot of fun making a imaginary city for the kids to play in for a couple of hours. It's mm -hmm. a ton of fun. No registration required. Just drop on in and have a good time. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine instead of kind of like drawing a road on a sidewalk with chalk, you're just using tape on the rug. Yep. We're using masking tape on the rug. It's really fun. <laughs> it's really fun. Our teens really uh, knock it out of the park with helping us actually design a city and play with it. It's a ton of fun. Now, that will bring us into Vacation Week, where 
we have February 17th, so right before you have our winter beach party, kind of knock things out of the park early, mm-hmm. get a little summer warmth in the snowy, rainy blues of winter. We'll have cool drinks, um, play sand, beach balls, snacks, gr- tunes. It's a ton of fun. We do it every year. Um, one of the things I love about it is that the idea for the Winter Beach Party originated from a Phineas and Ferb episode. <laughs> so while the weather outside may be frightful, inside the library, you just step back. You're on a beach. You've got pina coladas and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pina coladas, I wish. But definitely some cool beverages and some version. fun. <laughs> Kitty colada. Uh, on that, that's at 10.30 a.m. So that start, that kicks off our morning going into vacation week. Then in the afternoon at 1 o'clock on the same day, February 17th, we have a continuation of our science series. It's a special series of workshops brought to us by volunteers from the Franklin High School, especially the science department. It's ideal for ages 7 plus. They always have some sort of cool experiment right. going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the experiment is this time. No, no teasers. No just... teasers, but it drum roll, come and ask us. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll know. We'll know soon mm-hmm. enough. Well, and the word out on the street has been growing and growing that the science night is one of the best nights to get to the high school. So to the extent that they've got all of those there, I'm sure there's going to be a unique one that they're going to pull to your place just from that. It would be really fun. Uh, really, really fun. Now, we're past the 19th. You've had Sunday and Monday to rest up. Now you're in the library for the next you know, week straight. Sorry. just We've got Jenny the Juggler on February 20th uh, at 10 a.m. for a fantastic interactive variety show featuring magic music comedy and everyone's favorite bubbles and of course juggling and And of course course juggling juggling. no registration required drop in have a great time Mm -hmm. and then on the 21st at 10 30 a.m we have uh pumpernickel puppets returning for another uh colorful show of puppet characters live voices and sound effects then on Thursday, the 22nd at 10.30 a.m., Mr. Vinny is back for his Shadow Puppet Show. Uh, we've had him so many times. A lot of people know him for the big bubble show we do in sure. the summer. His Shadow Puppets are just as fun. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love it. I Then on Friday, February 23rd in the afternoon, we have our drive-in movie. And let me explain this here. We've got cardboard boxes. We've got kids with markers. They make their cars, and then they sit down to watch a movie in the cars. Exactly. Have popcorn. Uh, Do the drive-in experience while indoors in our meeting room. It's Mm -hmm. a ton of fun. Uh, The movie, I don't think we have picked out just yet, but... It'll be a good one. It'll be, kid, it, it's, it'll it'll be, be kid, kid friendly. Kid this friendly. is definitely um, for the younger set. It's a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Then on Saturday, the 24th at 10.30 a.m., we have our Enchanted Fiesta, which is where you can get the whole family together for, um, and join us for a special guest in the morning. No registration required. So give you a little hint of who that special guest might be uh the term miracle keeper uh fiesta might be another clue mm-hmm. as to who might be visiting so that'll be a ton of fun and then 
February 28th. Now we're past vacation week. We have uh, Escape from the Wizards Workshop, which is a uh, escape room type deal where game uh, for ages five to eight mm-hmm. gameplay lasts approximately 45 to 60 minutes and it's for groups of two to five people there is no registration required the backstory welcome to the magicarium the international school for young and aspiring wizards mm. you have found yourself locked in professor wumblemore's forbidden workshop can you solve the puzzles and escape before he returns Mm-hmm. That sounds like a takeoff on some rather popular children's book series or young adult book series, but that sounds fascinating. It should be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. We've done uh, escape rooms before yep. at the library, and they were always a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have some great photos of the teams that, like, we succeeded. Yay! Yay! Photo up. It was so good. It was so good. Um and that one was geared towards kids, adults, like mixing age groups. This one is specifically more for the younger set. Mm-hmm. So come in, get a taste of it, see how you like it. Maybe this will inspire you to either build your own or go and try an escape room out in the world somewhere. Sure. There are a bunch of others out there for sure. Yes. Yeah. That wraps us up for kids. Then we go into the teens for their special events. Now, for the teens, we've got... A paint night for the teens. Now, that will be on February 2nd at 1 o'clock p.m. That is going to be run by our lovely Miss Lily. She's one of our new staff members at the library. Oh. Brilliant, wonderful artist, and such a sweet person. She'll be doing a step-by-step painting of shiny heart-shaped balloons. Mm. So, teens... Be sure to register for that. It's for ages 12 plus. So really, teens. Teens. We mean it. 12 plus. We mean it. (laughs) All materials are provided, as always. Registration required, though. Yep. Yep. And that'll be February 2nd at 1 o'clock. Then we have the return of Tricky Trivia on Thursday, February 15th. Um, We ran it the first time. We had a group of about 12, 15 people. And remember how I said I dialed it up to 15 Mm -hmm. normally? Yeah. 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 Out of a possible score of 50, the high winning score was six. Oh, no. (laughs) I think you might have to adjust (laughs) that dial a little bit. I made it a little bit too hard. So I'm I'm dialing it back. I'm dialing back the difficulty. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. It was a really good time, though. It was a ton of fun. Um... We had uh, some great participants, um, a little, uh, some great rivalry going. Snacks were had, fun was had. I really liked it. I ho- uh, really hope people come and uh, enjoy more of it. Well, in some cases, I think you have more fun, more conversation. Why, why, where did you remember that? Yes. <laughs> if, yes. If it was an off-the-wall answer, how did you find out? How did you do yep. that? What happens? I, and really, it was that? Oh, no. Just... Yep. So the format, uh, it will pretty much be the same, but we will be lowering the difficulty curve. <laughs> we'll be lowering the difficulty curve. Um, and it, it, I mean, it was fun. It was a ton of fun. I had a blast running it and no registration required. Come in either as yourself or as a team. Pick a wacky team name. Try and answer some trivia questions and take home the title mm-hmm. of the Trivia Master. 
for the uh, month. For, for, <laughs> for the month. Yep. That's Thursday, February 15th at 6.30 p.m. Runs for about an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Then... We also have the Teen Pirate Mystery Party, which will be Wednesday, February 21st mm-hmm. at 5.30 p.m. Uh, we've had our mystery parties before. Miss Bree is an old hand at them. They're super fun. Uh, the lead-up and story behind this one is, Welcome aboard the pirate ship Revenge, the most feared ship on the water. Captain Meade has been found dead in his quarters, and his murderer could have only been a member of the crew. Now everyone aboard is a suspect, and a mutineer must be discovered and face his judgment by Davy Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're looking for the proverbial light knife, but not in the library in this case. <laughs> nope, this one will be um, on the imaginary high seas. Yeah. It should be very, very fun. I'm looking forward to the fun stories that come mm. out of that one. Uh, we also have a new program starting up in February as a part of our weekly lineup. And that is Code Club, which is replacing Girls Who Code going oh. forward. So you're switching things up a bit. We are switching things up a bit. So Code Club, it's much more gender agnostic. We're still keeping a lot of the um, tutorials and a lot of the tools that Girls Who Code have provided with us. But a lot of the feedback we've heard from the community has been, well, what about the boys? And mm. the response is, the boys are welcome to join us as long as they're okay with supporting women in technology and learning more about right the women that will be their peers. Yeah. Unfortunately, that messaging hasn't really hit too. It's kind of a harder. It's a hard sell for younger yeah. boys. It's yeah. a very hard sell for younger boys. And it's understandable. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take the girls who code part out and make it more agnostic. Mm-hmm. And so Code Club, it's an after school hour of code, primarily for grades three to eight. There's some wiggle room and yeah. flexibility mm-hmm. and we're focusing on exploration of computer programming electronics robotics mm-hmm. those sorts of stem topics in a kind of playground self-motivated atmosphere mm-hmm. so there'll be um a kind of a 15 to 20 minute explanation of a concept with a challenge involved right. but for the hour if you already have a project that you're working on, you can continue. You can work on that. We're not holding you to a classroom standard mm-hmm. where, right. no, you need to be paying attention and participating. Right. This is more about keeping the fun in STEM and keeping the exploration aspects. So while there are things to learn, it's less about the learning and more about the exploration. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Let the creativity just find its way. Exactly. Yeah. And bringing the creativity into STEM. Yes. Um, the There is a sign-up for it, but the sign-up is not really a registration. It's more to let us know how many people we can expect so we can build the room up and give us an idea of how, when, as we're starting, what to expect. Copies, whatever. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And to let us know if you need help from the library for... Uh, technology. Do you have your own Chromebook? Can we, we can provide you one if we, if it's necessary. Those sorts of questions. It's not about reserving your space so much as just making sure we have the materials to meet you where you are. 
Yeah. So you can hit the ground running literally and then do the coding and have yep. fun, be successful at the challenge, and continue to be creative. Exactly. Uh, the other really uh, cool thing I like about this in general is that it is that more loosey-goosey, and it lends itself well to come in, try, figure out if it's something you like, figure out how it incorporates into what you're interested in, mm -hmm. take that away from you, and then if you come back, great, we'd love to have you. If you feel you've done enough, there's no requirement. You're right. not you're not signing on for multiple months or right. to be there every week. Yeah. You're literally just signing on to say I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a commitment of the rest of your life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of wraps up our kids and our teens. And now we come to the adults. The adults, they still have something they available do. during the month? They do. So we're doing one really special thing for the adults. Um, February 8th at 6 o'clock, we have a Chocolate 101 talk and tasting. Oh, so, chocolate. Yes. So this is being presented by Coco Bean Town, which is a Boston company that does chocolate tasting and tours and education. Okay. Um, they'll become uh, one of their representatives will be coming by to give a kind give an overview of the history, the process, the ethics behind chocolate. Yes. Give out a couple of samples Ooh. of finer chocolates that are local to Massachusetts and more focused on keeping that fair trade and equity alive in the industry. Right. That'll be February again, February eighth, six o'clock. If you want to try the chocolate. You do need to register. Right. It's open to anyone who wants to show up. We just may not get a piece. You may not have, we may not have enough chocolate for you if mm -hmm. you don't sign up. Right. Other than that, it's, we've had this presentation once before. Uh, it was really informative. I learned so much about mm -hmm. just where the chocolate comes from. Sure. Why I didn't like white chocolate was answered. Well, it's not really chocolate, but that's another whole story. <laughs> actually, actually, there is a whole story behind it, and there are, um, it. Oh my God, it was it was amazing, and I got to try real white chocolate, not mm -hmm. the stuff from like the grocery store, and right. it was amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was so good, so definitely a thing to keep an eye out for, and it's right before. The holiday, it's the week before, gives you a chance to kind of get some names of mm -hmm. local chocolate suppliers that just you might want to go to. They just might want to then follow up with outside and get something for yep. somebody special on what else is coming up that time. Oh, Valentine's. <laughs> so it would be a great, uh, it's a great way to maybe network and find some of those vendors that would be more ethical and mm. have a higher quality than what you can find at the grocery store right. or CVS. Some of the other than the big name brands. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we also now coming up from something very sweet, a little bit of a sour taste. Uh oh. It's tax season. <clears throat> this is true. Tax uh, tax season officially starts January 29th, and the library is doing its volunteer tax preparation program again. Yep. So this year, we're running the program every Saturday from February 3rd to April 13th. 
from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Okay. To have your taxes done, you do need an appointment. Anytime the site is open, come down and we will go through your documents, make sure you have everything, and get you your appointment. Mm -hmm. And then you, we may have a spot open for you that day, and you may be able to just get it one and done. Sometimes we might ha there might be a line ahead of you that day, so you might have to come back in a week. Right. But at least you'll have confirmed, one, these are the papers I have and maybe need, and then have the appointment, whether that day or in the future. Yep. And with the contact information, you'll be able to reach out to us. Oh, I still don't have this paperwork. You might know who to harass to mm -hmm. get the right paperwork because mm -hmm. sometimes you need to go to your HR person and say, hey, I didn't get this. Oh, well, the company has changed policy, so you now have to log into this portal to get it yourself. And that can be a lot of hoops for a lot of people. Right. Now, to remind, to remind people, the Volunteer Income Tax Preparation Program is largely to serve lower income, those who make $64,000 a year or less, mm -hmm. and um, disabled, non-English speaking, those in our community that are going to have trouble right. in filing their taxes. Yep. The other thing that I would put forward is that if you are a member of our community that have trouble with English or English is your second language, we can offer as a part of your appointment making process, a over the phone interpreter that is officially licensed by the IRS. They'll have the language skills to talk about your taxes and your finances mm -hmm. fluently right. while also having the appropriate language to tell us as volunteers how to properly convey your wishes and how to properly submit your documentation. Kind of make sense of where you're trying to be and what you need to get. And exactly. Do that literal translation between the language and then the text speak. Yes, of it. exactly. Um, it's it's always an interesting time, and it's also very gratifying mm -hmm. when we can go that little bit of extra sure. to help the people that we can. We have a nice pool of volunteers this year. I'm very happy, but we could always use more help. Yep. If you're interested, then please, please uh, email me, M-G-O-U-S-I-E at M-I-N-L-I-B dot net. Mm -hmm. I will walk you through the process, tell you exactly what's required, and from there, if you can volunteer for a couple hours on a Saturday, even if it's just to help greet people, we'd be happy to have you. Sure. Yep. And for those listening, we'll include that info in the show notes as well. So if you weren't able to grab the pen and pencil quickly, it'll be there and you can come back to it. Wonderful. Uh, and I should mention on a final note, as always, the monthly book sale is upon us. The dates this month are February 16th and 17th. As always, on the 16th and the 17th, all books are just $1 at the library book sale. It'll run on Friday the 16th from 1 to 5 p.m. and Saturday the 17th from 9 a.m. to noon. Right. Then it'll close for a short while to open up again from 1 to 4 p.m. for our bag sale where you get the $5 big brown bag to mm. Tetris your way through to as many books as you can get for five bucks. Stuff it full. It is a very 
very nice way to get uh, books for travel so that you're not worried about losing them. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to find little gifts. It's a great way to find... Uh, I personally, my favorite is the beach reads because you want to bring a book with you sure. to the beach, but it's going to get sandy. Right. It's going to get wet. Right. And spending a dollar on a paperback that way, you're not exactly afraid of that happening. Sure. Yep. Sounds good. <sighs> Anything special for the leap day? Not for it's the leap just day. Luck. Just the um, the leap day itself, I don't believe we have anything unique unique Special if I event. open it up because the leap day is a Thursday so we have our normal tummy time pre-k pals artsy afternoons game bites toe tapping tots and genealogy club you, you already have a full set of events anyway you <laughs> put a special event in there <laughs> And that's a normal Thursday. That's a normal Thursday. Yep. Yes. Um, if you come by the library and check out what our weekly events are, there is something happening for everyone at some point in the day mm -hmm. at the library. Um, everything from story times to um, Dungeons and Dragons to uh, board games, topical speakers, <laughs> the friends group, um, uh, chess club, art classes. Mm -hmm. Whew. The yes. the list go keeps going on and on. Uh, book clubs. We have a number of them that meet at the library. Uh, we have a full, well, not a full list, but all the ones that we know about, we try to give them a little bit of space on the library webpage. So sure. find out what other book clubs are reading and maybe get in on it. Yep. Um, there's just a lot always going on at the library. And it's... It's a happening spot. It it's is. a happening spot. And as part of the cultural district, uh, we separate the library calendar from the rest respectfully because there is so much there. <laughs> we wouldn't want to overwhelm all the other calendars with it. Um, but it fits well within the tagline for the cultural district in terms of arts happen here because that's exactly what happens here. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for taking time to give us the highlights. February is upon us quickly, and then it'll be over quickly. We'll get into March, but we'll deal with that later. <laughs> yeah. March is its own thing. Uh, we're looking. We already have most of March booked up, and then we're already planning April vacation. Yes. So we're on. We're almost into June at this mm -hmm. point, and what we have coming for you. So <laughs> indeed, lots happening. Certainly, you can visit the library on the Town of Franklin page. Uh, you get info there. We'll include Missy's contact info in the show notes. And a quick final reminder: we do this because Franklin matters. We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. If you have questions or comments, you can reach me directly at suresteve at gmail.com. The music for the intro and exit was provided by Michael Clark and the group East of Shirley. 
The piece is titled Ernesto Manana, copyright Michael Clock and Tintype Tunes in 2008, and used with their permission. I hope you enjoy. By the way, you can also subscribe and listen to Franklin Matters Radio on your favorite podcast app. Search in podcasts for Franklin Matters.